Hey guys, welcome to Let's Talk Liverpool, a weekly podcast where I review uh, Liverpool's latest Premier League game. Sorry for starting at a really weird time of the season. This is something I've been meaning to to do for ages and something I thought, you know what, I'd finally get on to doing. And so I'm just going to start out reviewing every of Liverpool's Premier League games. If you would like me to do Champions League games, FA Cup games when it starts, please do let me know. And uh, time permitting, I will try my best uh, to review those as well. But I really want to start out with the Premier League. And today's episode is reviewing the Watford game. So Liverpool travelled down to just outside of North London to Vicarage Road to take on Watford this last Saturday. And it was a win. It was a win that kept up Liverpool's unbeaten run uh, through the season. I think if you asked any Liverpool fan at the beginning of the season to be at the end of November and to be unbeaten in the league, uh, I think everyone would have taken it. Um, There's a bit of pessimism in the air around Liverpool at the moment, um, particularly in Europe, not necessarily performing as well as last season. But, you know, in terms of the league, we are keeping up with Man City, which is super important and key because that's kind of how they, they ran away with it last year, that no one could keep up with them. So... We'll see how they fare under the pressure of being, you know, um, Liverpool being so close. But the Watford game, we won 3-0. Salah opened the scoring in the 67th minute. Trent Alexander-Arnold scored an absolutely fantastic free kick. Uh, Definitely not his first and I'm sure won't be his last uh, free kick. And then Firmino scored um, towards the end of the game in the 89th minute when, you know, Watford were pouring bodies forward and we were able to break away. So... On paper, it seems like a routine win. And I think if you saw this result in a year's time, you'd be like, I know that was a comfortable game for Liverpool. But having watched it, it was very, it definitely wasn't that. Um, There was lots of huffing and puffing from Liverpool. Uh, I think this has been a story of, if you've watched many of Liverpool's games this season, there's a lot of huffing and puffing, a lot of passing, a lot of passing in the defence and in the midfield, but without much cutting edge. And I think that was very much the case Uh, for this game you know there were very few shots on target in the first half and it was Liverpool just doing that thing where we attempt to break teams down just by passing and patience um, hoping that they will make a mistake and I think I think I have some reasons why that we're coming across these challenges where we're kind of huffing and puffing having to play kind of passes sideways passes which no one's like which no one likes Um, and I think one of them comes down to Salah playing more down the middle Uh, and the reason I say that is because last season when Salah played predominantly off the right wing and Mane off the left wing what happened was that kind of stretched the defence and that's where we had Salah making those runs from the right into the centre and then Mane from the left into the centre as well and that's that's where so many of our goals last season came from but this season I guess in an attempt to get Mo Salah closer to the goal and give him you know one chance he's been playing more down the middle and Sadio Mane has been tucking in as well. And what that's allowed this season is definitely the fullbacks to, to push on forward. But what that's meaning is that it's actually, I think, making it slightly easier for teams to defend against us. So you now you've now got Salah, Firmino, and Mane, even if Firmino is dropping a little deeper, all in a very small area of the pitch. And what that allows is the two centre backs, the defensive midfielder for the opposition to kind of sit really tight. Uh, and, and concentrate on those players and so it gives less uh, room in behind for them to run into and it just gives them less space to operate and I think pushing them wider will allow the defence to stretch and then what that then allows in the midfield is for some of the playmakers in the midfield to dictate the play 
um, a bit further up the pitch. So Henderson seems to be dictating the play from the halfway line, but I feel by stretching Marnie and Salah out to the wings, you then we can then dictate the play from 30 yards uh, away from goal, which which gives players like Shakiri, players like Milner, a bit more time to kind of pick a pass. Um, and we can just play further forward and, and keep the, the opposition under more pressure. And I think that would really help in Liverpool's approach, particularly at home and in the Premier League, unlock defences um, just by stretching teams and allowing a couple of our kind of key creative players. Uh, and I'll come to that point around creative players a little later on in this episode. But it will allow some of the creative players we do have in the team, the likes of Shakiri, the likes of Naby Keita, James Milner or so, just allow them a bit more space in the middle of the park uh, to, to, to pick passes and to get those passes through to Firmino, Salah and Mane, where they were so effective last season. Uh, the second piece of analysis uh, from my game, from the game, sorry, was again around that point around the need for a playmaker. Now, obviously, last season we had Coutinho, and although he went in January, Liverpool essentially were on a on a on a madness of adrenaline and, and just you know really good play um, to kind of get us through the end of the season where we ended up finishing and getting to the Champions League final. But in some games, particularly in this Watford game, you really saw the need for a playmaker, that person who can get the ball on the half turn, uh, spray the ball out to. Uh, Firmino, Mane and Salah, whoever the front three are, and get that ball rolling further up the pitch rather than Henderson having to you know, switch long diagonal balls or Virgil van Dijk having to switch diagonal balls to either of the fullbacks. And I think, obviously, in the summer, uh, the transfer for Nabil Fakir fell through uh, for medical reasons. Now, I don't know whether Liverpool will go in again in January. I'm sure if it actually was anything fundamental in terms of medical reason. I don't think nothing's going to change in six months. Um, so I don't think Liverpool will go in for Fekir again, but I think that's okay. I think Liverpool actually have quite a few creative midfielders uh, in the team and in the squad already. We just need to play them more. One of them is, for me, definitely Navigator. He is someone who came with a big price tag. Uh, you know, everyone's kind of seen what he did for Leipzig out in Germany, and he's someone that I think me as well as well as other Liverpool fans want to see more in the team. In the first couple of games against West Ham and against Crystal Palace, he really starred and people were, you know, me included, was were getting excited. You know, Cater is that is is that guy who's going to, you know, flick that switch and be able to dribble past a player, play that cutting pass. But over the last couple of weeks, he's kind of disappeared from the team. Um, he had an injury. Maybe he's still recovering from that. But uh, I think, as well as many Liverpool fans, would like to see him uh, back into the team and back into that into that role. Um, another player who I think who can definitely fulfill that role and is someone who unfortunately we're probably not going to get to see for the rest of the season is Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. We saw what he could do at the end of last season where he was kind of making those runs, bursting beyond the midfield and bursting beyond the attackers even. Um, And that really made a difference to stretching teams, giving some of our other players a bit more time to then pick a pass or pick a shot. And I think um, that's why I don't think we necessarily need to go into into the market in January for a playmaker. I think we have enough players in our squad and enough good quality players in our squad to play them. Now, I know Jurgen Klopp likes to favour the the three in midfield of kind of uh, Gini Wijnaldum, Jordan Henderson and James Milner. But I think um, in, a, in the games when we're at home and particularly when we're playing against, uh, you know, lower opposition or even in the big games, you know, 
having that player who's a bit more creative, who's a bit more attack-minded, actually helps keep the pressure off our defence by actually attacking. You know, when they say attack is the best form of defence, I think having a midfielder that will work hard for the team defensively, but also has a bit of that creativity going forward will really help relieve pressure on the defence, who are already doing a great job, um, but will relieve the pressure on them. The third uh, talking point I want to kind of analyse from the from the Watford game was the acts of Jordan Henderson. Um, he got sent off in this game, two yellow cards, uh, which now means he'll be missing the Merseyside derby, which is a huge uh, loss for Liverpool, losing not only you know one of our best midfielders, but also losing your captain before arguably the biggest game of the season. And it isn't ideal. And I think Jordan Henderson in this game... Um, did what I guess Jordan Henderson normally does when he's up against someone who's pacey, particularly towards the end of the game when you know uh, teams maybe bring on someone uh, a quick striker when we're maybe drawing so pushing on players forward. Jordan Henderson is normally left with uh, a pacey striker, and we saw that you know in the first yellow card against Isaac Success, uh, Success just ran past him and Henderson didn't like it, and I think. It's important for a player in that role to make those fouls, um, to break up play. That's arguably their role. But I think Jordan Henderson needs to be slightly smarter with it. Uh, he's an experienced player now. He's been around for a while. But I still think he could get a bit uh, smarter um, in terms of how he makes those fouls. I think N'Golo Conte is kind of standard in how you do that. And I think Fernandinho is up there as well in terms of that holding midfield player who can make those just annoying and niggly fouls that don't necessarily get carded, but just slow play down or you know let players get back. And I think that is important. And I think um, Jordan Henderson just needs to get uh, slightly smarter. But one thing I don't want Jordan Henderson to do is to stop that fire and passion. That's what makes Jordan Henderson a great player. And that's what's essentially made him captain of Liverpool. And so I don't, for one second, think Jordan Henderson should try and calm down. That is who he is. That's who he is on the pitch. Um, and I think that's what's got him to where he is today. So I think he should continue to do to do that, um, continue to be the player he is and the leader he is at Liverpool. And, and the final uh, point I want to make in terms of analysis of the Watford game was I would like to see Klopp give some of the other strikers, particularly in our squad, a bit more game time. So I was, you know, Firmino scored, yes, in the 89th minute, but with... PSG coming up in the week and then the Merseyside derby. I don't really want Firmino on the pitch in the 89th minute. Um, we've got strikers on the bench who both are fit as well as we could do with giving them game time. We had this issue last season where with if Mane, Firmino or Salah gets injured, then the backup we have aren't as good in terms of ability. And so what we need are strikers who are high on confidence instead. And that can kind of make up for some of the gap in terms of ability. So I would really like to see Klopp um, give a bit more time to the likes of Sturridge, uh, Slanky, because we know how good these players are. And I actually think Sturridge in games like the Watford game, where it is a bit huffy and puffy, could even maybe start um, and just you know finish off those one or two chances we may get in a half. If we know we're not going to get many chances, I think having him in the team um, is really important because we know how good he is at finishing. Uh, and that's really it. And so every every at the end of every podcast, I want to I want to give a shout out to Klopp. And these are the kind of one or two things 
that I, I would like Klopp to take on uh, into the next game, which for Liverpool is the Merseyside derby in the Premier League. And so my shout out to Klopp uh, this week is let Salah and Mane get wider. I'm not the biggest fan of Salah playing down the middle here. I think he was much more effective making those runs from right to in. I know that necessarily isn't the best help defensively, but it helps in a, from an attacking sense, particularly if we're going to be particularly if we're playing at home, stretch the defence, which gives more time to both our midfielders and our attackers. Uh, and the second shout out to Klopp is, you know, give some of our other strikers a bit more game time. I think I'd like to see definitely Sturridge um, a bit more in the team, a bit more kind of involved. Um, I don't know if he's had injury problems or whatever, but I would like to see him more in the team, um, as well as players like Naby Keita, who can just give us that edge or just difference in terms of attacking, um, because I think we're getting a little bit predictable. So those are my shout-outs to Klopp. Um, the next game is the Merseyside Derby, Liverpool-Everton, arguably the biggest game of the season for Liverpool. So I'll be back reviewing and analysing that game next week. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Please do subscribe uh, to the podcast for, for weekly episodes. And do let me know if you think there's anything I can improve on or anything else you'd like to hear me talk about in terms of Liverpool. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, appreciate your time and I'll catch you after the Everton game.